When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Rich Eisen Show. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you straight, as I always uh, like to say before I shoot you straight. Live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And the NBA, bless them, keeps on doubling down on their all-star game. Really did that. That's what you did. Hoisting up 70 footers that we're doing here. Earlier on the show, ESPN college basketball analyst Jay Billis. Coming up, former New Jersey Senator and two-time NBA champion Bill Bradley. Actor Mackay Pfeiffer. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. I'm genuinely pumped up to talk to Bill Bradley. If you're from the New York City metropolitan area, if you're from New York, New Jersey, and you're my age, this guy is royalty. I mean, this, this guy is a complete royalty. I'm talking to you youngins out there. 1964 Olympic champion, Princeton grad, New York Nick, two-time champion, 18-year senator from the state of New Jersey, Bill Bradley, for crying out loud. And that's just part of his resume, which is why he's got a film uh, based on a one-man show that he developed. With By the way, talk about um, this film adaptation. This is an interesting trio. Uh, Frank Oz, do you know who Frank Oz is? Okay, yeah, director, but also voice of Fozzie Bear and Miss Piggy. Um, Spike Lee and Mike Tolan, who is a legend in the uh, sports entertainment business, they put it all together and they uh, came up with a film ap- adaptation of Rolling Along, an American story. It's streaming right now on Max, which means it's available right here on Roku, written and performed by Bill Bradley, who's joining us in about uh, 18 minutes' time. I've spoken about this. He's called in before. But I did a Sports Center commercial. It was me, uh, uh, him, and Stu. And uh, we're going to show that uh, before the interview. And I'll never forget it because it's him trying to talk serious tax policy with us. And all we wanted to talk about was the, the Knicks and Clyde Frazier's garb. <laughs> and the, the, fi- the finishing line is me uh, saying the, those short shorts you wore, you w- the short shorts you wore, did they ever give you a wedgie? Mm. And the look of derision that he gives me was, uh, I think, real at the time. And it kind of killed me that he would look at me like this. And I felt like saying, listen, no, 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 uh, uh, Senator, uh, I, I know this is disrespectful. That's the script. But I think he understood it as well. He's a smart man. He went to Princeton. So basically, I'm going to embarrass myself when he joins. That's what I do in 17 minutes time. You had Fozzie and Miss Piggy for Frank Oz, not Yoda. Oh, he did Yoda too? Okay, that's right. Of course he did Yoda. A little more famous than Miss Piggy. Um, I don't know about that, Chris. I'd put Miss Piggy up against Yoda any day of the week. Wow. Who's more famous, Yoda or Miss Piggy? Paul. 
There it is. Do not throw Fozzie Bear in there just to split, not, sp- to split not, the Frank Oz split, vote. I'm not splitting waka, the waka, vote. Waka. I'm not splitting the vote. Miss Piggy. Don't, uh, don't, dude, do not discount Miss Piggy. Does Frank Oz have Twitter? Hi, who? Kermit okay. Oh, my goodness. That's please, Jim Henson, but understood. Do don't don't <laughs> conflate the issue of Muppets, sir. Yeah, I did I did go Miss Piggy and, uh, and Fozzie Bear. Okay. I went straight Muppets. Okay. Gentlemen, it's time for the... What appears to be Rich Eisen Consulting needing to unite. Oh. Adam Chudwin, our call screener, when he takes phone calls, he places into our screen here the subject matter that the caller would like to hit. This does appear to be Rich Eisen Consulting needing to unite to help out. Because the best thing about us is that it's about us. <laughs> Andrew in Erie, Pennsylvania. That's our setup for your phone call. What's up, Andrew? Hey, everybody. Um, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Thanks for uh, making it. I'm a caller, and I, I've been watching your show for a couple years now. And okay. I got to thank you guys for um, really getting me back into sports more so than I was. All right. I think you guys have a really entertaining, and, you know, I love the positive energy of the show as well, you know, more so than some of the other shows that are out there. Appreciate that. How can we help, Andrew? How can we be of service at Rich Eisen Consulting, Andrew? Yeah, so I have a little bit of a, a crisis of faith with my uh, Dallas Cowboys fandom right now. Is that right? I, I am a lifelong, a lifelong Cowboys fan. I'm uh, from Western Pennsylvania, and I'm 37. That's so my people. They were awesome when I was a little kid. Uh, but I'm considering walking away. I'm Ooh. considering heading up to the mall here Ooh. in Erie, Pennsylvania, and buying myself a Josh Allen jersey. Oh. Uh, I'm hopping on the Bills Mafia bandwagon because I'm tired of the Cowboys. I kind of want off the roller coaster and just wanted to see um, what you guys thought about it. You know, I know TJ is also a Cowboys fan from Western PA. I now, who better to, uh, to talk to than you guys about it? Now, Andrew, oh, this Andrew. is not oh, only going to be huh. – an important decision made on your behalf. But this is going to test the cohesiveness of Rich Eisen Consulting, of Rich Eisen Show Consulting, because, as you know, the best thing about us is it's about us. It's about us. And even though on the screen for our consulting, our coordinating producer, Mike Hoskins, is not on the screen, he is a diehard, died in the will. Buffalo Bills fan. And I'm sure he would welcome you happily into the mafia. But TJ, you are, I guess, the cowboy expert of our consulting firm. I think that's How would you counsel Andrew? Because. Well, I have a question first. Uh huh. Uh, TJ, we know where you're going to lean. We know where Mike in the back is going to lean. Rich and I are kind of neutral here. I want to know you're from Western PA, right? That would lend you to be. The Steelers. First off, I lived in Erie when I was a baby. Um, why are you not a Steelers fan, and why did you become a Cowboys fan originally? Okay, well, the Steelers, everyone here either absolutely adores the Steelers or absolutely hates them. I'm in the hates them, you know, camp. Um, and I became a Cowboys fan because my dad was a Cowboys fan, so this is like, you got family dynamics and all kinds of stuff going on here. If I uh, go down this route, you know, it's okay. it's going to be uh, in, some interesting conversations there. there makes sense. Makes now sense. Also, also, also 90 for, minutes away yeah, from me. Hour and a half. Actually go to the games. Okay. Pittsburgh okay. and Cleveland are close too, but. Plus but yeah, also. I, you know, I like, 
I've been liking some of these other teams, and you know, it's okay. thought. If you do um, the math, and yeah, I could actually go to the games. I could go shovel out my own seat. I kind of like that they play like real outdoor football. I kind of mm-hmm. miss that. I, I'm a Penn State guy, so I like that kind of uh, stuff. Okay, all right. So let me hop in here. This is my guy here. Let me hop in here. Let me hop in here, and then and then I'll I'll tell you where I'm going to land on this. Um, is that I'm doing the math in my head. There is less pie. You're 37. When the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl, you were an impressionable young man of about probably seven or eight. You're asking, why wasn't he a Steeler fan? Did you see Neil O'Donnell's performance in that Super Bowl against the Dallas yeah, Cowboys? True, okay, true. so if you're an impressionable seven, eight, nine-year-old in Erie, PA, and your dad loves the Cowboys, it's that's, passed, it's passed that's your choosing. Yeah, exactly. But now, at this point in time, I mean, now he's got to turn his back on him, and I, we're going to turn it into this. If you're the consulting firm that we are, wouldn't you think the Bills are 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 closer or have Ooh, a better gra- shot to make Andrew a happier man in the next five question. years than the Dallas Cowboys? Another great poll question. Wouldn't you even admit this, TJ? Well, Rich, if I look back, what Super Bowl are we on now? 53. Eight. 58, yeah. <laughs> so we look back over the 58 years of Super Bowls and the previous 40-some oh. years of the NFL before the Super Hold Bowl. Hold on, man. Let me duff, duff, dust off the record books. Hold hey, on. Whatever, man. Whatever. The fact of the matter is, and I look, I don't want any beef with Bill's Mafia because Bill's Mafia has been actually very cool to me, and they're one of the cooler fan bases out there. Yeah, but now but, you're at odds. Now now we have now, to make a choice here. Andrew, as a guy from Western PA who is a Penn State fan, who grew up a Cowboys fan, who didn't like the – I like the Steelers. I just didn't like Steelers fans. Bro, no, because here's the deal. One day the Dallas Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl That's what I'm saying. And when that happens, bro, it is going to be the most glorious thing of all time. Now, with Buffalo, no offense, Buffalo's never sipped from the cup, so to speak. They've never held the championship belt above their head at WrestleMania. They've never won a championship. And again, no disrespect, because I do like Bill's Mafia, but bro, you're talking eight Super Bowls. You're talking the premier franchise in sports but I mean, value wise, I would just say stay the course. If that was your dad's favorite team and you guys have those memories together, the, the reason I'm still a wrestling fan was me and my grandpa. That was our thing. Oh, That's why I could never stop being a fan of wrestling. So if that was your dad's squad and oh, you guys have my that, goodness. is your dad still alive? Can I ask you that, Andrew? Oh, yeah. Okay, bro. Imagine. You and your pops getting to sit together and watching oh the Cowboys in the Super Feel Bowl. The Does he come out of the corn too? Like, come my on, goodness, dog. Look at you. There ain't nothing better this than that. This is would get, so touching. My dad passed. I would give anything to be able to sit and watch a, a, a boxing match with my dad because that was our thing. So I'd say stay the course, bro. You know, I, I there's a lot of downs, granted, but. If the tide does turn and they are able to right the ship and win, bro, it's going to be the most glorious thing in the world. Hold on a second, Andrew. Uh, from uh, from the back, um, Rich Eisen, show coordinating producer, who well is done, definitely TJ. part of RES Consulting. That was terrific. Well, well done. done. Well done. Um, that uh, um, um, Mike Hoskins says, I have a retort, which is very rare. Here it is. He's putting it on the screen. Oh, it's Josh Allen just leapfrogging <laughs> over – Justin Reed basically showing him who's kind of boss, like scraping, you know. Here's what I will say. Israel Adesanya style, right? (laughs) I love TJ's passion. 
I love it, and, and it made me think about when when the Red Sox finally won the World Series. It was one of the greatest things of all time. Although yeah, I didn't have, up on them. but I didn't have seventy years of pain like like a lot of other people. Yes. However, the more I think about it. You know how obnoxious Cowboys fans are going to be when they eventually win a Super Bowl? It's going to be nothing like the great vibes when Buffalo finally wins the first. Oh, my goodness. Andrew, go to Bill's Mafia. Okay. 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 So um, I've got to make a decision here to just put it in here. Sure, break the tie. I do. TJ, you really tugged at my heartstrings. You know how to talk my language right I'm there. I'm saying, man. Because it's some, but it's someday, you know, it's going to mean a lot. Father and son sticking together. Um, but. Andrew, do you have a son? Do you have any kids? Son, daughter? Uh, no, I have a, a brother, but he doesn't care about football like at all, or sports in general. Okay, but, nieces, uh, no. nephews? <laughs> Look at this guy. Uh, really a little nephew. Uh, oh, he's God. like one, though. He hasn't. So imagine you, little nephew and dad all watching. <laughs> oh, my goodness oh, my gracious. Bro, I'm, I'm going to tear up now. Get the camera off me. I'm going to start crying. Okay. Just think about how obnoxious Cowboys Could fans you imagine be? what it must feel like to root for Josh Allen? Oh. I love Josh. I would, and we I would know love I love just Josh for, Allen. I mean, but but to really like you dedicate wish you yourself. You had Josh Allen instead of Dak. Be honest. I oh, mean, come on, man, don't put me in that position. He would in a heartbeat. Y'all in a heartbeat. Seriously, Dak? Who? Oh, Who's, oh, Dak? Who's, Dak? Who's Dak? Who's Dak? Who's Dak? I don't even know who he is anymore. Dak. You stop that, Andrew. I think you're. I think you know what the answer is from RS Consulting. Yeah, stay. I think so. Thanks, guys. You got Andrew in Erie, Pennsylvania. Andrew, just know though, if you leave. There's no refunds. There's no return no tickets. It's marvelous. <laughs> it's a guy, there, by the way, there's refunds. less pie. There's less pie. By the way, this guy saying you need to stick with your team, uh, and he's got as a backstop 19 other teams from football. four different sports. We're, we're talking NFL right says now. His backstop. Yeah, but he has the one NFL team. I will give one him one NFL team. And by the way, those teams are grandfathered in. It's not like I picked up a new one recently. What does that mean, grandfathered? Well, you, we're going to add the Spurs. Well, Look that's, that's Wemby. Look, the Mets since 86, the Clippers since 99, Duke since 90, Georgetown since like 82. <laughs> I will never forget Bomani Jones for the first time saying Duke and Georgetown <laughs> and looking at you like, who are you, man? Yeah, I mean, look, he, he had issues. All right, look but... at this. RS <laughs> Consulting, we, we stuck together. Hey, it's 30 have... plus years with we all have... those teams. Well, we, normally our votes are not split, though. Another satisfied customer. Well, you knew we were going to get one... Yeah, I mean, obvious. Descent, so. Yeah. I wouldn't call Brian it in Los Angeles, let's take his call before you get to uh, before you get to Bill Bradley. What's up, Brian? Rich, always good to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. What's up, Brian? How you been? Congrats. Oh, I appreciate the congrats. Yeah, I've got the day off, so I'm spending it with you guys. I did oh, okay. not know this was the Brian in Los Angeles from our household. This is a man who has coached every single one of my children. Oh, okay. Yes. I was wondering why well, you were congratulating By the way, the fact that I can... I, you're the... Chiefs fan, Brian. You're like one of the only per- people who could say that, Brian. So there you I, go. And I'm proud to say that. Thank you. <laughs> Anybody so that I, could coach I, I two more points out of Xander Eisen deserves Wait, to be coach of the Brian year. Brian Chiefs fan, Brian? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, Brian in LA. Yes, Brian. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm the one that litters your uh, Twitter feed, too. I apologize. Please. All good. All, All good. good. So what's up? So uh, it's always good to have a, a second opinion, and I want to call in and uh, and kind of debate RES Consulting for a second. Andrew, I'm sorry if you're not on anymore, but uh, I do want to talk to you about possibly joining a new kingdom. <laughs> now, mm. now I, I, I know what you're thinking right now, and TJ, you could think about it too. Sometimes you just need a fresh start. 
And as Dallas Cowboy fans will tell you, you are not going to get a fresh start until you leave. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you've tasted that greatness once in your life. I think he was 37, Andrew was. So uh, he, he's tasted that sweetness. It's time to come over to the kingdom. And, and anybody is welcome. All doors are open. Hey, You're welcome to jump on. You're welcome to enjoy the ride. It's been amazing. And there's a DNA. Lamar Hunt was a Dallas Texans owner. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got something, Chris? That's true. Andrew in Erie is not Kevin Durant, okay? He's not going to join the team that beat him. That's true, too. Think about how much sweeter it's going to be when the Bills finally get over that hump. You know what? He's got three rings. You know what I mean? Brian, you're the best man. We got to run. We'll chat soon, brother. That's Brian in LA. There you go. The great. The great uh, Chiefs fan yeah. of Los Angeles. So that's true. He's not a Bills fan. He's not a Bills yet, fan but, yet. So, but, but still, I love look, it. I, look, any argument that someone's going to give to become a Chiefs fan, look, I can't argue that with you. Because yeah, we're going to be accused of hopping on a bandwagon. Well, though. we got to take we got to take a break because, uh, as old school as I assume Bill Bradley is, he's got the Tom Coughlin rule of showing up five minutes oh, early. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. let's take a break, <laughs> and we're back on the other side with the great two-time NBA champion and longtime United States senator and. One of my idols growing up, Bill Bradley, coming up next. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Roku Channel Radio, we'll rejoin in uh, two minutes' time, and that's when we'll get Bill Bradley on our Zoom screen. And I'll never forget the day when I was at ESPN early aughts. I was on a sports center for about four or five years, and they come up to me and say, you want to be in a sports center commercial with Bill Bradley? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. It's you, 
the senator, and Stuart Scott. I'm like, really? Okay, sure. Of course. Kid from Staten Island, Nick fan, totally. So they would give you kind of a heads up. Yeah, they're like, be in the and, then, and then they'd show me the script. Nice. And then I read the script and I'm like, I'm going to say that to Bill Bradley? <laughs> really? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Do you think he'll be finding this funny? They're like, he knows. I'm like, all right. <laughs> He's trying to pl- explain tax policy to Stuart and I, and, uh, and we're not buying it. We were asking him silly questions. Check it out. People think all we care about are sports. That's just not true. The income tax system is a bad joke. It's so complicated and unfair. That's why we need tax reform. Was Willis Reed really injured? <laughs> With lower rates and fewer <laughs> loopholes, you'll be able to keep more of each additional dollar you earn. Those big fur coats that Clyde have, did you ever wear one? <laughs> the best tax rate is the lowest possible tax rate for the greatest number of people. So those short shorts, they would give you a wedgie. <laughs> Just, just Tim, like, why are you asking this? Exactly. The look he gave me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally thought to myself, I've been dreaming about meeting Bill Bradley my whole life, and here you're staring a hole through me. <laughs> and they're like, Rich, it's acting. Nice. <laughs> so, that was it. And he did a great one with uh, Keith as well, with Bob Lee, I think, for a job interview we won as well. Oh, back in the day. So fun. Sports Center. And now I get to have him on the show as a guest. Very excited about all of that. Back on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Joining us right now on Zoom is uh, an icon um, in uh, North American sports and, of course, the United States Senate and so much more. Rolling along an American stories available for streaming right now on Max, which is available on Roku, the autobiographical film that is written and performed by the great Bill Bradley. Look who's joining us now live on the Rich Eisen Show. Bill Bradley, how are you, sir? Great, Rich. Great to be with you. Good to, good to be with you as well. We just showed our old Sports Center commercial back in the yeah, day. Well- you know, the one with Keith, I think I actually won an Emmy or something. I, I forgot. <laughs> that was the one where you were, yeah, you were in a job interview. Job but, interview, uh, yeah, yeah. And his line was at the end, no, I mean a really difficult job. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, right. As if, uh, you know, 18 years in the Senate is nothing. So uh, what's why why the, this story? I know it was an, uh, something you've been working on uh, for six years, developing and performing and writing it yeah. as an onstage uh, yeah. one-man play, but uh, walk me through your decision to, to do this film. Well, I wanted to tell my story in hopes that in telling my story with great candor, that it would encourage other people to tell their stories, and that all of our stories is the American story, and it, under, it emphasizes our common humanity. Uh, what I've done is much more human story than a hero's story, and uh, it's a performative autobiography. I did it uh, in the end of uh, 21. We filmed it, and now it's a film on Max. Uh, and I, I feel that I've said what I wanted to say, and I hope that it, in the process of doing that, it encourages other people to tell their stories. Well, I guess writ large, what, what is it that you want to say? Uh, obviously, a very crucial part of all of our existences right now well i think the most uh, critical uh, the most important line in the film is where i say um you know we're in such a divided country today that maybe we could learn something from what made the nick team successful so many years ago take responsibility for yourself 
respect your fellow human being, uh, disagree with them openly, honestly, civilly, enjoy their humanity, and never look down on people you don't understand. Well, let's take that. That, that, that in a core is mm. the essence of the film. So let's take that uh, one at a time here, because um, the the civil discourse um, has essentially disappeared, and 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 many of the reasons why I think, to be honest with you, is that this phone that I have in my hand right here, you know, is that people can fire back at your opinions, and your opinions aren't. Uh, completely thrown out there because there's a certain amount of characters in which you can say it. Um, and then somebody who doesn't have to say something to your face or put their face up on the screen when they say it to you fires back. And then you kind of feel like the world is closing in on you on that conversation. Okay. Uh, I'm wondering if, and, and, and then of course it's the demonizing of the others um, where you ascribe uh, demonic intentions to somebody who is just trying to have a thoughtful conversation. I I'm wondering, did, did you see the development of that in your 18 years in the Senate? Bill, did, did you sense uh, any of that? Well, I, when I left the Senate, I left in part because I thought there was way too much money in politics and that the extremes began to take over. Uh, this is much more today, and it's exacerbated by social media. But my grandmother's thought is still relevant. Never look down on people you don't understand. I mean, the rich, the real reality is that we, when we were growing up, uh, you know, our parents or our coach would tell us, if you lose, congratulate the winner. That's just what it is. And you act out of honor, not out of grievance. And you know that if you work hard and have humility, you can achieve excellence. And that's how you take care of your family. And if enough Americans did that, then the whole country would advance. These are givens. People know that. As long as politics is at a level of uh, R&D or blue and red, you ignore the common humanity that everybody has. And to me, the whole thrust of my effort in the film is to for, focus on our common humanity as human beings, as Americans, and not on whether we were Republicans or Democrats. Now, will that help? I hope. I hope that it'll lead to some healing along the way, uh, but we'll see. Rolling Along, an American story available for streaming now on Max, written and performed by the man on whose life it is based. And it is Bill Bradley here on The Rich Eisen Show. It's available on Max, available right here on Roku. Um, so I imagine the first time you represented the United States in anything was the 1964 Olympic <laughs> Games, right, um, in, in Japan. Uh, I, I was just going down the, uh, the memory hole, uh, Bill. Larry Brown was a teammate of yours? On that 1964 gold medal? Larry Brown played for Goodyear Tire and Rubber. He and Pete McCaffrey, and that's when AAU teams had representatives on the Olympic team. Yeah, we, we, when we were there, I thought we'd end up playing the Soviet Union in the final. And, you know, I made a, in the Olympic Village, you ate not with your country, but just ate as human beings. And I got to know a Russian who was a guard, and that's when I was an evangelical Christian. And so I went into into Tokyo and bought a Bible in Russian and gave it to him. 
he didn't quite know what it was about. But what was it? Why? Why did you do this? But that's what I did in those days. And, and the Olympics was a great uh, experience. You know, standing on the platform, gold medal around your neck, and hearing the national anthem playing, chills going up and down your spine. It was a unique experience. It wasn't the greatest basketball in the world, but it was a, a great experience, and I'm glad I had it. And uh, Larry Bird was on that team, no question. Not Larry Bird. Larry Brown was on that team. Right back in that day. And then, so um, how did so? When did you first meet Red Holtzman and realize that the Knicks were something special? Well, I I think I met Red when I was uh, thinking of becoming uh, a Nick. You know, I, I basically I went to college instead of going into the pros. I went to Oxford for two years. And then I decided one day I was out shooting baskets alone uh, in the first gym Oxford had in 700 years. And I decided, uh, you know, I really love the game. And so I wanted to come back and play. And so when I came back to deal with the Knicks, that's when I met Red. He was a, he was a, a scout at that point. Mm-hmm. And then in my first year, uh, there was a change made. He came as coach. He was a great coach. He had only three rules. Uh, hit the old man on offense, help out on defense, and the hotel bar belongs to me. <laughs> <laughs> did you follow those rules? <laughs> uh, I, I certainly did. <laughs> all, all three of them. <laughs> What's your favorite um, Clyde story, your favorite Walt Frazier story that might um, either sum up your relationship with him or just his greatness and personality well, altogether? Yeah. Well, I was introducing him at some event. I forget where it was. And uh, it wasn't a big event, but, you know, there were people there. And so I said, there's no question that the greatest seventh game in the NBA Finals ever played was played by Walt Frazier. He had 36 points and 19 assists. Mm. And then he interjects and 13 rebounds. That's right. That's a nice triple-double. Uh, and then he also had four or five steals. So, but I, he was Clyde is just a wonderful human being. Uh, he was a health food person before it was before it was popular. He was eating seeds when everybody else was eating hot dogs, and he always took care of himself. Always slept, and I think I'm so glad that he's in two uh, Hall of Fames. Right. He's in the Basketball Hall of Fame and the Broadcasters Hall of Fame. He deserves it. He's worked hard for it. And he's a good man. He he sure is. Did did uh, Phil Jackson uh, evince the greatness of a future coach when you were well, playing you know, with him? I never thought of Phil as a coach when I played with him. But as I look back, he looked at the game analytically. He was totally unselfish. He was a somebody who was very disciplined and all those things went into becoming a great and perhaps the greatest coach in the nba history bill bradley here uh, on the rich eisen show let's talk a little bit about the here and now if you don't mind um jalen brunson what do you think of when you watch him play and just hear his name right now bill um i i, I like the way he plays he is learning to make the worst player on the team better. He's making each of his teammates maximize their abilities. Uh, And the more he does that and the more he has a team 
that hustles and has a commitment of unselfishness, the better he's going to be. I mean, the name of the game is the maximum player movement, ball movement that rewards unselfishness. And as long as the Knicks do those things, move the ball and play unselfishly, and he is the guy, the point guy that starts that, uh, they're going to do well. He also seems to have raised the level of his game, though, considerably. I mean, he is just uh, ascending isn't even the proper word for him. Yes, yeah. he can set a critical path. He can uh, take the path of his considerable individual skills, average a lot of points, or he can be a champion. And I think he'll score less points, but his teammates will be better and then they have a chance of being a great team. And but you, and, it, and I like him because he seems to be the leader on the team too, which is uh, really good for one of the best players. Well, and if you you you've been uh, in that building for decades, it's rare to see a player do what he's doing and plug into the fans and have the, that building plug into him. There there there's there's an it factor that is so rare to be seen in Madison Square Garden right now with him. I think that's true, but I think we have to be careful about the it factor being only to Jalen. I think Jalen would be the first one to say, and Thibodeau, it's to the team, the way the team plays. Because one player is not going to win the championship. And I think that the the fans sense there's something going on there. When you win 13-2 and in January, that's, that's great. That's great. That's certainly as good as we ever did, uh, except when we went 19 in a row. Uh, and, but I think that uh, they have to do that in February and in March, and then we'll see where they go from there. But the potential is enormous. So in your multiple All-Star games that you played in, how competitive were those All-Star games, Bill? Uh uh, I was only in one. So okay. I, didn't play I thought multiple. you played in multiples. Okay. So uh, I only played in one. Only and, one. Okay. But the All Star games were competitive. It was always seen as a different kind of game. Uh, if you or were, you wanted to win for your team, but it wasn't like winning for your team, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It was a group of guys who had a certain pride, and their pride now was they were against other really great players. And they wanted to win. So people wanted to win. It wasn't some exhibition of shooting. It was they want to win. So they played defense, they passed the ball, and they scored. And uh, the most valuable player um, usually deserved it. And, uh, but it wasn't. It was always seen as a break between what was really important, which was your season. So in the few minutes I have left with you, who, who's the best player that um, you played against? Uh, the best player I played against was uh, was John Havlicek. Um, he was the man I guarded. There were other great players, obviously Kareem, but, uh, or Wilt or Jerry West, but I didn't guard them. And so it was John Havlicek because he always moved without the ball. The Celtics got him the ball at just the right time, and he uh, never stopped. And so he was the most difficult player for me to guard. So then who was the best player not on your team that you stepped on the floor with? How about that one? You just named Not in my team? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I never played with Michael Jordan. He would be my first pick. He would. But the best player would be 
probably either Oscar or Jerry West. Yeah. One of the two. I think I saw Oscar at the All-Star game in Indianapolis just the other day, yeah. as a matter of fact. That's real old school. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Why would you choose Jordan number one? Obviously, you know LeBron, and there's a whole conversation that involves the two of them. But I, uh, I don't get into these I know against over over eras because it used to be uh, when the Bulls were good, they would say, how would your Knicks do against the Bulls, right? Yeah. And I said, I don't know. Let's just go down to matchups. Okay, Frazier – versus B.J. Armstrong, Frazier. I go right in and listen. I say, now it's, it's Bradley versus Pippen. And Bradley's saying, help! <laughs> <laughs> but the Knicks would have the advantage of taking the Bulls coach off their team and throwing it on the bench, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how the assistants do, because Phil's suiting up with you, I'd imagine. You know, like that would have that, that right. happened back in that day. But what, what did you like about Jordan when you saw him play? Uh, his absolute competitiveness and his ability to make the worst player on his team good and his dedication to the team. Uh, I've never seen a competitor that was as intense as he was at the right moments. And I'm not a player. I'm a fan watching. Yes. So that was my conclusion. Bill Bradley here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so before I send you on, on to your Tuesday, you, you mentioned the message that you'd want rolling along an American story to give. What message would you give to all of us at this uh, juncture of our lives uh, in this election year, Bill Bradley? What, what, what message would you like to tell everybody? Get off your chest. Use maybe this platform to communicate no, to folks. I would say don't tune out reach out. If you're a citizen, it's hard work. And the part of the work is voting. Part of the work is getting other people to vote. Part of the work is paying attention. And we get what we ultimately select. And so I would say to the people, your role in the, in the democracy is about to go into high gear, perform it conscientiously well, and make your judgment based on knowledge and your own set of values. But go out and definitely use your vote, clearly. Go, go out and you not only use your vote, but get involved and, and work for other people, you know, other, other candidates. Bill, I really appreciate the time here. Um, and congrats on, uh, on your film, Rolling Along, an American Story. You could see it uh, on Max through this Roku portal. Um, and I, I don't care. I'll, I always will, will say these things to people who I admire. And grow up admiring. You were an icon in my world, sir. And this is an honor to have you here. Well, thank you, Rich. I really appreciate it. And let me know what you think of the film. I Absolutely, sir. I cannot wait for everybody to check it out right here on the Roku portal. Bill Bradley, Rolling Along, an American Story, is available for streaming right now on Max, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Thank you for joining. I'm happy to join you, and it might surprise you. Okay, I look forward to it. Very good. Bill Bradley yeah. right here on the Rich Eisen yeah. Show. Bye. Stuff right there. Nice. Havlicek, I looked over Hondo, at you. One of the most underappreciated superstars of all time, TJ. I say yeah, that, that is time and time again. That's a fact. Look at Hondo's numbers. He was a beast. One of the best. He's the one who had to guard him. That had to be amazing for you. What, for me, right there? Just right there. I mean, even though you did the commercial and stuff, anytime oh, you can I talk mean, to like a childhood hero like oh, that, yeah. just, 
Of course. It's great. Although I, I should have been more prepared. I'm, I'm stunned you played in only one All-Star game. 1973, that's it. Wow. There's a lot of uh, competition in the guard position back in those days. 1973, you think? Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> His number 24 is retired. Yep. I was also kind of, I was looking at that this morning. I'm kind of shocked he's not in the Hall of Fame. Not in the Basketball Hall of Fame. He is in the you know, Basketball that... Hall of Fame as a player. He is? He is? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. Well, I, I didn't see that this no, morning. No, he's in the college. College basketball well. hall of fame. No, he's, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in the pro, he's in the oh, basketball hall of fame as a player. Got it. Yep. Nope. And Chris, you, you're speaking down far enough. Hondo Hablicek, 13-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA, 8-time All-Defensive Team, 8-time NBA champion. And I just love it. You know, you saw him dribbling in the gym in Oxford, and I'm thinking, you know what? I kind of like this game. 700 and- years. <laughs> Said it's with the first gym in 700 years. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, the court's kind of, uh, you don't have to sign up for court time in Oxford, I guess. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Back in the mid-60s. So they're shooting Oh, himself. my goodness. <laughs> he wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym. All right, we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Still to come, a top five NFL spring storylines. And Daniel Jeremiah, when we come back, his mock draft is 2.0. Chris Brockman, you're going to like it, I think. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
we have a game that we play here called Start Bench Cut. Okay. Sort of like the you know what marry kill yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. Where you we, we give keep you, it clean. We try. Yeah. Goodness. Well, start bench. Well, we make the Goodness of the Rich. of that you know the marry part is the bench part. Okay. Okay. So you. we give you three. Here we go. Start. Start now. Bench. Just sit down and be quiet. Or cut. Get out. All right. Start bench cut here with uh, Kevin Hart. Here are your three choices okay. to play basketball. It happens as a teammate. Okay. okay. The Rock, Cube, or Will Ferrell. You have to start one of them. All right. Well, I'm a bench start. one, or if you've been in movies with all of these guys. Yeah, I have. I'm a start Will Ferrell. You start Will Ferrell. Yeah, Jackie start. Moon gets to start. Jackie Moon gets to start. Uh, okay. Just because I know that he's got the passion behind the game. Okay. His spirit is always high. Uh, I'm a cut the rock. I'm a cut him. He's out. out. Wow. He's out. <laughs> Why? His attitude. Oh. <laughs> his attitude. His attitude. I don't like his attitude. And you're going to bench Cube? You're going to bring Cube off the bench? I'm going to bring Cube off the bench. I'm bringing Cube off the bench because Cube Cube is too cool to play the whole game. So there's going to be moments <laughs> where Cube look at his sneaks and be like, I just realized I'm messing these up. And I'm like, you're right, Cube. You okay. sit down for a second and get your new pair of sneaks. You got to keep him You got to keep him calm, you know? You don't want him giving you, yeah, yeah, you Like, just getting upset. Like, I, like I got to make sure that tomorrow's going to be a good day. He'll have sunglasses on. It's too dark. Yeah, he's going to be real it. cool. Yeah. And plus, you, you, it's a smart move here with Will's the tallest of them all. Nice inside-out game with you. Yeah, me and Will, me and Will are going to dominate. I got to start Will. But the, the rock's out of here. He's cut. <laughs> Bye. Oh, yeah, man. Kevin Hart's appearances, plural, on this show can be found on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, right here on the Roku channel. And guess what? Our radio audience is back on the Roku channel feed. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Mackay Pfeiffer in studio, hour number three. A great, I refer, great. Celebrity true or false coming up with him. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, that's an hour number three. I got a top five list as well. Uh, let's go to Rich in Temecula, California. What's up, Rich? How are you, sir? Great What's name. What's up, Rich, man? How you doing? I'm glad you're back. You're feeling better. I appreciate that. Me too. How Me are too. I'm, do I'm doing fine. What's on your mind, Rich? Hey, not much, man. I was, I, was talking, I was talking earlier. I was thinking about that whole Washington, because I went to Washington State. So mm -hmm. I got a little feeling about the Cougs in Oregon State and how the whole Pac-12 thing went down. And yep. I was kind of complaining a little bit how Texas A&M and Emma, Texas have raised 170 million, and there's a bunch of schools at 70 to 80. You know, we're sitting like 20 or 30. It's kind of like the Yankees versus the, the Royals, and we kind of get pushed into the Mountain West, which is all right. There's a lot of competition there. We'll vie for that five plus seven. And you know, I just want to comment on that. I think that there should be some form of a collective bargaining. If you're going to pay all the athletes, whether it's a girl on the golf team or a Football player, although football brings in what 50, 60 percent of the revenue, I think basketball is 20 and the rest is the rest, right? Mm, I, I don't um, know those numbers, but uh, yes, football like usually is, is driving the proverbial monetary yeah, bus. The proverbial yes. dollar, but within that context, it's still your student athlete. Yeah. You're still within the context of that team. Let's call it a team, your athletic department. Every, like Oklahoma, I believe they're paying all their guys, everybody gets 50,000 a year or something like that at the University of Oklahoma. Everybody else is kind of all over the map. Give it a level playing ground here, and then let's say if you're all American, you get a bonus of fifty or hundred grand, or if you're, you know, all academic or something of that effect, we'll put it in trust when they graduate, get them another little bonus, and then they can have some form of a real estate deal or some some form of a start in life as a student athlete. I've been there; it's hard to even 
playing college. So I just want to throw that out there well, with you guys. I want to welcome back. And thank you, Rich. I appreciate it. Right the whole idea, and thanks for the call, brother. Um, listen, money is is absolutely what's going to separate the wheat from the chaff, for the lack of a better analogy and phrase, between who's going to be in and who's going to be out in a college football world. We called it the minute the Super League exploded and then imploded across the pond. It happened right around NIL happening, if I'm not mistaken. I think it did. I think it was three and, years ago. And so as soon as the Super League hit on this show, I'm like the only way the Super – because there was a conversation about what, what if the NFL did that? What if baseball did that? What if basketball did that? And I'm like, the only way, the only spot where it could happen is college football, period. College athletics, you can make the case. I think Chip Kelly, before he he um, took the job in Ohio State, just think about, again, a head coach of UCLA football says, I'd rather be an offensive coordinator in this universe. I'd rather just focus on a scheme. I'd rather sit in a meeting room then make sure I'm dealing with collectives, I'm dealing with transfer portals, that I'm having meetings about who's coming in, who might be leaving us. I'd much rather just be an X's and O's guy and leave that to someone else. Chip Kelly made that conscious decision. That just happened. And... He's reading some writing on the wall. So the way it's going to work is at some point we're going to see enough of the, I guess, we've already seen the expansion of multiple conferences and the destruction of another. That's happened. And at some point, the like-minded revenue schools are going to get together and say, this is our league. And these are the rules with paying players. The contracts are going to be this. The union is going to be that. Yes, this is the way it's going to go. And the only question would be, is there some sort of totally making it like overseas football? Is there a relegation? If you don't do well enough, you go to another conference, another setup, what, FBS2? And you fall there, and if you win enough, you get to get back into the main one. And then, like Chip Kelly suggested, before he took the gig in Ohio State, that's just football. Everybody else can go back to the way it all used to be because the so-called lesser revenue sports I mean, what, are you going to send a golf team all the way across the country, a lacrosse team all the way across the country because the Big Ten now goes from sea to shining sea? I mean, that's the way it's going to go. Period. Let's go to Matt in Oklahoma. What's up, Matt? How you been, brother? How you doing, Rich? Are you welcoming a Cowboy fan into Bill's Mafia? <sighs> Every oh, day of the week and twice on Sunday, I hate that team. Um <laughs> God, we. That makes you sense. Know, I live in Oklahoma, Rich. So this is maybe a little bit of a counseling session. I live in Oklahoma. Okay. We have a bunch of bandwagon Cowboys fans who make me want to barf. 
And now we have a bunch of Chiefs fans. And I know the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL, and Patrick Holmes is the best quarterback, whatever. Their fans are horrible. I live in the middle of sports hill, basically, when it comes to NFL. And I'm here with my Bills hat on. Okay. On my mountain. Yeah. I just, I can't take it. He needs to, and then you had a Chiefs fan calling right after. I'm like, you've got everything. You've got everything. Leave us alone. We don't need your comments, okay? Well, I mean, what, how are Chiefs fans? Like, so what? what is the interaction between you and an Oklahoma-based Chiefs fan? <laughs> oh, my God, they're horrible. What do they're you mean? They're bandwagon fans. They didn't, before Patrick Mahomes got there, they bounced from Chiefs to Cowboys. And they were Chiefs. It was in the back of the closet. Now the Chiefs are winning because of Mahomes. And they're just they're unbearable. So God, you, unbearable. you're saying the Oklahoma the Oklahoma Chiefs based uh, Chiefs fans weren't like into the Steve Deberg Steve Bono? No, era? they, they can't name. I, I have a little quiz. I give them rich okay. when I ask them when I walk up to them and they say, "Oh, I'm a lifelong Chiefs fan." Yeah, I say, "Yeah, name me two of the players not named Mahomes, Kelsey, or Andrew, anybody." And they, most of them can't do it. I'm like, just don't be a poser, man. Matt, I'll give you a hug. Through here we go, everybody. Here comes the hug okay. from Matt. Here one, comes one more, one more thing. Sure. One more thing, Rich. Yes, sir. You can tell Andrew that he can keep those '95 Cowboys championship shirts because they're never going to win another championship in his oh, lifetime. So oh, Matt in Oklahoma! Look at you, you're always like, Yoda. Always I, love Yoda. How, I love how you're like talking about the decorum in your direction. Then you give a nice little parting shot to TJ. Yeah, Thanks. you got to. You got. You got right, to do it. Yeah, Thanks, Matt. they'll be okay. He'll be okay with his daddy with those for nostalgia. There you and go. The answer is always Yoda. Thank you. There you go. There you go. Okay, Matt in Oklahoma said always Yoda. Always. What do you got for the poll question results? Oh, it's not even stand? close. Uh, who's more famous, Miss Piggy or Yoga Yoda? Eighty-one. Mm-hmm. Percent Yoda, Yoda. Okay, <laughs> you know, just two things about what Matt said. First of all, he said he's surrounded by bandwagon Cowboys fans. Like, what? Where are their bandwagon Cowboys fans? Like, where are people who are like? It's a very old bandwagon. Actually, jumping on this wagon recently that does not exist. And two, he's like, they're never going to win a championship. Matt, I got news for you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Your team, oh geez, has never. Oh, be careful. One. Before. Oh Ever. boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Hey, facts. Where's it? Where does that Ever. poll question uh, All right. Land? Should Andrew and Erie switch his NFL allegiance from Cowboys to Bills Mafia? 73% go to Buffalo. Go to Buffalo. <laughs> Tatanka. We'll see him. Wouldn't want to be it. ABC. I thought the poll saying. question was who's more likely to win a championship in the next five years, Cowboys oh, I, or we, Bills? We can do that too. That's the most important question. Let's see who's more. You know, likely. Rich, as I talked with should be Hall of Famer Daryl Moose Johnston in the airport a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, you know, right. I told him, look, I don't care Bowl. how long it's been since Dallas has won. Just for me personally, the fact that I got to witness in my prime years yes. of youth three Super Bowls and the fact that I got they yes. won one while I lived in Pittsburgh, yeah, watched sure. the game with Steeler fans. Wow, we were good. I mean, I will take that. If I never win again, it's Ooh, fine. We that's got a, three. You know what? We got three. I, I, I witnessed that interaction from afar. I was trying to lip read <laughs> a Mackay Pfeiffer an hour three coming up. So, um, you know, here, his own here, here's the problem, though, TJ. How old were you in in those mid-90s years? Like it was my late teens. Okay. So people who are that age right now yeah, you have, to have never age. seen I get that, the Cowboys I, go any further than the divisional round. What this ain't about them. It's about me. No, but I'm talking about <laughs> somebody like Andrew in Erie, Pennsylvania, for those who might be chiming in right now. He was searching for RES consulting help. 
He's done with the Cowboys. He grew up with the Cowboys because his dad was a Cowboy fan. He lives in Erie, PA. It's only an hour and a half from Buffalo. Buffalo's doing well. Maybe he's interested in that. And we we told him, go north, young man. No, you told him. I did. How old was he? 37. So he's seen. 38. I remember them winning. Yeah, thank you. No, I'm saying. I was young. No, no, no. 18 year olds. 18 year olds. Yeah, no, I People who are currently the age that TJ was when the Cowboys were tripleting. Well, then right. become a Chiefs fan. They have that's not, the only time you're going to By the way, I do not blame. <laughs> could you blame somebody who, who has no allegiance um, in you know, the area of Missouri or Kansas? No. In the United States? Who's you in, should have became one four years ago. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, what, what I'm saying. Yeah, that, what yeah, took yeah, you so yeah, long, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, Mahomes <laughs> is, is one to root for. Kelsey, all yeah, of them, Andy Reid. Absolutely. You know, talking about winning and eating cheeseburgers and whatever. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. So what? Oh, man. But that that's so a that, that bandwagon looks like it runs on electric. Yours runs on like leaded gas. Oh, I know you ain't talking. Coal. I know Cole, you ain't talking. Coal has been mentioned. Coal has entered the chat. <laughs> John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.